Welcome to the Wet Podcast, episode number 50. Welcome to the Wet Podcast, episode number 50. Today is a solo cast. I'm your host, Eric Marshall, as I am every week. And today's episode is about the concept of the pivot. Pivot. This is a word you keep hearing over and over. Pivot. I've been doing a lot of reading and listening in the uh, kind of entrepreneurial space. And uh, some of the two of the things that come up a lot are fail forward and pivot. And they seem like kind of empty catchphrases. Uh, and, you know, maybe they are. But uh, I've been thinking about this in terms of my own career with teaching and with writing. And uh, I want to share my thoughts with you about that about the pivot for me it has to do with uh, the memoir i've been writing as many listeners know i've been struggling with this memoir for i mean a couple of years now uh, most of you know that i want to do some publishing uh, fiction and nonfiction, as well as my academic writing to you know to supplement me my income for sure but also just to express myself and to contribute to the creative world. So I'm writing this memoir. It's a memoir about graduate school, about my time in graduate school, which I think is in some ways unique, but also universal. You know, I have my own unique experience, what happened to me, how I reacted to that. But also there are things there that, that everyone might go through uh, in some way or another. So that's the that's the gist of the uh, of the memoir. So it starts with me accepting a graduate student teaching position for as a graduate teaching assistant at Wayne State University, and it ends with me defending my dissertation. And it takes roughly a decade. The first draft reads like. A police blotter. <laughs> this happened, and that happened, and then that happened. And it's, it's it was pretty dry. I think you know. I think I was just trying to get the the chronology down, and I was really fixated on making sure that I got everything right, that everything was correct, was true, not just in spirit but to the letter. And it read like that, so I revised it. And I made it more personal, and I talked about uh, some of the kind of, well, some things that are difficult to talk about, you know, some of the uh, kind of more embarrassing things I did or things that I might be a little bit ashamed of. And I also talk a lot about uh, people I knew at the time, and although I changed some of their names it's not hard to figure out who, who a lot of them are, and it's not always flattering. I think this is a problem that a lot of people go through who write memoirs. And it's a reason that writing memoirs is not only hard, but maybe not even a good idea. So finally, I decided to, I sent it to an editor. 
I had a friend read it and I sent it to an editor. And the editor had uh, some very, very good things to say, very constructive things to say about it. And uh, really, really helped. So I started revising and I revised most of it with her suggestions. Um, one of the suggestions from my friend who read it was after the revision said, okay, you've, what you just did is great and now you need to do it again. <laughs> Meaning I was maybe halfway there, maybe less, but in the, right, in the right direction because it was more personal. You got more of what I was going through and all that. But I'm still stuck. And a lot of it is I just don't know if I should publish it. Because of the fact that I talk about other people, because I'm afraid of how it will reflect on me. And these things seep into the writing, as well as the decision on whether and how to publish the thing. So I'm in an accountability group online, and I was asking my partners about this. And my my intention for the last several months has been to write under a pen name. Uh, I even set up the pen name. I set up a website and a Twitter handle to try to get the platform going and, and get an identity and, and all that. And it, it's hard work, you know, it's hard work to, to create a whole new platform with whole new social media and stuff. And it feels false. It feels like I'm lying, I guess, uh, which is ironic since the memoir is supposed to be true and about real life, but the identity is false. Uh, but I thought that would free me, you know, that would free me from uh, the, I guess the responsibility and the, and, and any blowback so I was talking to my accountability group about it, and one of whom has uh, pen names, and she said, it's, pen names are hard. <laughs> if you can avoid it, avoid it. And you know, I started thinking about that, and um, one of the other people in the group said, just rewrite it as fiction. Now, I've heard this before. I've heard this advice before uh, as blanket advice to write a memoir as fiction. And I've read some really good memoir slash fiction things. You know, I've read I read fictional autobiographies or autobiographical fictions, however you want to want to put that, where the line is very blurry. And I, I like it. And when she said that, I started thinking about it, and all of a sudden, all the connective tissue of the different scenes came together. All of a sudden, the tone of the memoir changed in my mind and I knew it was the right decision. I also knew that it meant rewriting a lot of it, but that's the pivot. I, I knew that what I was doing wasn't working and I didn't know, and I didn't know what to do about it. So pivot. So I'm pivoting to fiction for this and publishing under my own name and it feels good and it feels right. And, and, I, and now I have the creative license to do what I wanted to do. Stephen King in his book on writing says, you write the first draft with the door closed, meaning you write it for yourself to get your demons out, to express what you need to express. And then you write it the second time with the door open and rewriting it as fiction. will be writing it with the door open for other people. Without the, the, the heaviness pressing down on me, the, the weight of whether or not this is literally true, whether or not, or not this is true to the spirit of what happened, whether or not anybody even cares about that. 
all that weight is lifted because I've already done it. I've written it with the door closed, and now I'm going to write it with the door open. And that's a good pivot. I'd be interested to know what kind of pivots you've done in your life. If you will go back to the episode of this podcast where I was talking to Jennifer Polk, a lot of what she talks about is pivoting. You know, that's what she does. She helps people pivot from academia to quasi-academia to alt-act to post-act or to pivot within academia. You know, she doesn't – I don't think she used that word in the interview, but that's kind of what it is, right? It's – you know, pivoting from a particular field to another field, from a particular profession to another profession, from a piece of writing to a different type of writing. From the written word to the spoken word, whatever it might be, you find something that's not working and you pivot. You might look at it as a failure. I kind of look at the memoir as a failure right now in a way, you know. I don't like the idea of st- not necessarily scrapping, but starting over. But, you know, that's another entrepreneurial thing, the fail forward, fail often, that sort of thing, which sounds so trite. Ugh. But uh, but I get it, <laughs> and uh, I think I'm going to just embrace that. So I would be interested to hear uh, about your pivots and your failures. What are you doing in your career, in your life, in your creativity to change direction, to reframe what might, what might look like a what might look like a failure to an opportunity. Thanks for listening to the SoloCast. Once again, I am Eric Marshall. You can find show notes at thewetpodcast.com. You can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash emarsh. And you can find me on Twitter at emarsh. I look forward to connecting with you.